the lasso way with Matt and Neil. The lasso way. We are back with season two. Neil, how are you doing tonight? Pretty fantastic. <laughs> As always, bringing the energy from the outset. Love it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, lots happened uh, in the world and elsewhere, uh, even in Ted Lasso world since we last recorded. But uh, we, we got uh, a, a final tomorrow. Are you going to be watching a soccer game tomorrow or football game? Oh, for I guess? sure. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to it. The U.S. could potentially uh, come away with a, a summer of two trophies, which is kind of unusual. Yeah. How likely do you think that is if you had to pin it right now? <laughs> uh, I mean, oof. I mean, I wouldn't put money on it, but I think it's it's definitely possible. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd put I'd put somebody else's money on it, maybe, but yeah, yeah. probably not my well, own, I guess. But there doesn't look to be like a clear uh, a clear favorite. Like, I don't think Mexico is playing all that well. And I don't think no. the United States is playing all that well. So, it, yeah, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see who comes away with it. But yeah, well, and it's been tough to watch, but the women's team is grinding away at the Olympics, too. I mean, oh. every time I see those games, it's after I already know the result. But uh, it, but yeah, they kind of had a stunner in the first game that I woke up to that score and then uh, watched that replay and uh advanced in pks recently so yeah that's uh hopefully they kind of pull it together a little bit better than they have been i guess but yeah it'd be fun to see the next game for that is monday uh yeah monday i think so at at like 4 a.m or something like that probably (laughs) yeah 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 i'm I'm probably not gonna be up for that one live i don't think but but just uh, get the results yeah yeah that would be good though to uh if they were both able to prevail in those that'd, that'd be pretty sweet but uh, yeah but, well that's not why we're here today though neil and i know we've talked about it a little bit but season one or uh, i should say episode one of season two premiered and uh you love it right <laughs> i mean like it's kind of like you know some of these soccer games you know just like just grind you know, away. Watching huh? your watch, watch your team, watching your team get the W, is still better than you know, watching them get a loss. I don't know. This was this was <laughs> not one of my favorite episodes. I'll I'll, I'll say that. Like, I won't, I, I still, won't spoil enjoy, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it was the least appealing chocolate in the the assorted chocolate box. Is that what you're saying? Like, but it's yeah. still good. <laughs> But I, yeah, I still ate it and enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't necessarily like seek it out again. <laughs> but uh, well, we'll I'll, we'll do a quick recap and we'll get into a little bit deeper dive as to why you hate this episode so much and you're being a dick about it. But uh, <laughs> but we'll we'll get there. But uh, so we open up season two in stoppage time of the eighth game, uh, which was kind of a surprise. Uh, and Danny Rojas has just won a PK for AFC Richmond. Uh, and, and if he converts the PK, it'll get his first, uh, the first one of the year for the club. Uh, if he misses it, it'll get the club its eighth consecutive tie to start the season. Uh, and it might end up giving him the yips too. Uh, um, and needless to say, he gets the yips. Uh, 
So in order to fix Danny and hopefully the rest of the team, Ted goes against what he kind of wants to do and has Higgins bring in a sports psychologist, Dr. Sharon Fieldstone, who we've seen in the, the previews and the trailers that have been released. But she does not seem to care for Ted's antics or the, uh, the quote, lasso way. Um, but she does seem to be very good at her job because it seems one session is all it took for us to kind of recreate the magic that is Danny Rojas. Um, that's the high points of the episode and kind of the, the focus of the episode, but there's a lot in between there that we'll get to, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of the overview. Do you, would you have anything to add to that? I guess before we kind of get into so, a little bit, uh, the ins and outs. So, you know, some of my favorite parts of, of the episode were before the episode even starts. I thought the recap, <laughs> you know, just the build up to the oh, episode yeah. was was a lot of fun yeah. you know just like so much build up for the episode you had the recap of 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 season one which was a lot of fun and then it showed some highlights that are to come in, in season two but i just felt like i was dropped in back into this world yeah. and i just was not yeah. prepared for it like eight games what? in everybody's yeah. changed everybody's changed it's and and, and the, the situation that's set up <laughs> Uh, as the first scene is there's a lot of things that have to happen just right (laughs) for for Earl Earl have to having to die that was a lot of coincidences well and uh, we found out the answer to our question from the bonus episode as to who Earl was and uh, why we said goodbye to him and we were introduced to him early in the episode and we said goodbye to him very early in the episode so uh yeah because as as the what are they that just the chicks now as the chicks would say that earl had to die by getting a soccer ball kicked at his head apparently by danny Rojas. it was a nicely placed pk though i will i will give him credit for that but not to be too crude not to be too crude either but like is that a live ball like i exactly my my (laughs) question too so like it's not discussed what happens like yeah you know like players stopped you gotta play until the whistle (laughs) i mean like what happened after that it was just like the the dog died i I don't think you'll find that in the laws of the game if an opposing team mascot blocks the pk (laughs) the play is dead and they forfeit the game i don't know what happens i mean yeah that really wasn't addressed the closest thing I can think of, but it was a spring training game that like, nobody cared about. But like Randy Johnson, I don't know if you remember that highlight from several years ago now because it was Randy Johnson. But he threw a pitch in a spring training game and a bird flew right in front of it. And the ball hit the bird and it was just like a poof of feathers. If you have never seen that highlight, you got to watch it. It's crazy. But uh, but yeah, I don't know if that was if that was just a ball in that case or uh but, uh, but yeah, I think there are rules in the game or like there are laws of the game that kind of talk about like if another ball goes onto the pitch and stuff and like what happens then. But like, I don't know. I mean, there's streamers on the field and stuff like that. It's just like a, it's a foreign object, right? You just, you just got to play through it is, is what, is what I would think. And so Danny should have yeah. hopped on the rebound. He should have hopped on the rebound and buried it, man. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Or, you know, I would have thought he, there would have been a re-kick of it. Obviously, he wouldn't have been able to – maybe that's what happened, you know. You know, is yeah. the, he was able to re-kick it and, you know, <laughs> kicked it in the, the stands. I don't know. But there was a lot yeah. of buildup to that play. It seemed like even in the soundtrack, there was some, like, 
like you heard the the birds wings fluttering oh yeah and yeah yeah, it was just like what's gonna happen here i mean yeah i don't think you would have anticipated exactly that happening but uh it was a weird way to be dropped into season (laughs) season two like i you know i don't know yeah i yeah i definitely didn't have that on my ted lasso uh bingo card to start season two that uh earl would be a mascot that just gets popped with a ball and killed within the first three minutes of the episode starting. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely knew something was up. Like you say, with the, with the audio and like the, you know, like you say, the birds, the wings flapping and all those things, but, but yeah, certainly interesting. And uh, also interesting to see uh, Danny afterwards in the shower, kind of trying to like shake it off a little bit. <laughs> um, but like before he took his PK too, and he's just like football is life. I know you hate this episode, but, uh, and I don't care what you say. I'm going to keep saying that you just hate this episode, but that just had me like laughing rather hard because it's just so ridiculous. And I know that's why you don't like it actually is because you think it's too cartoonish, but like to think of somebody taking a PK in a premier league game and saying football is life before is just funny to me. Um, but maybe that's just me. So, uh, but yeah, I, it's a bit, it's a bit cartoonish to start season two. I, 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 I won't disagree with you on that, I suppose. But, <laughs> but uh, the post game, this is the, this is my biggest beef from the episode, probably one of them anyway. The post game, we have you know press conference like we usually do, um, people asking questions, and you know uh, the normal. But like Trent Crane gets up after Ted says, "What about this fella?" Like pretending like he doesn't know who he is. And then he says Trent Krim, and then the freaking room steals his line. Yeah, like, yeah. The room says, you know, from from the independent. It's like that's bullshit. Like, yeah. Why are they stealing that from him? That's his thing. And he's been doing it for how long? And now all of a sudden that he's now all of a sudden that uh, the show's popular. Uh, we're we're letting the room steal his from the independent line. I I just didn't appreciate that. I, I didn't know what your thoughts on that were, but. It, it is probably one of my low lights of the show too. I, I you know, like it, it's like they're waking at us a little bit, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy that part of, of the show um, in this yeah. particular episode. Um, but I, I hope we settle in a little bit more into season two. Um, and we'll we'll yeah. kind of get back into the, the Ted Lasso world a little bit, but yeah, that was, that was kind of a little bit of a U-turn from the normal, press conference yeah. you know decorum yeah well and i mean ted gives a pretty good answer to his to his question and stuff like that but i don't know how relevant it actually was to his question though to be quite honest with you um but you know the story about his neighbor's dog and all of those things that was very it was a very on brand for ted um i think i would have liked that story a lot more if if it didn't distract me with uh, everybody reciting the independent, because I mean, isn't that super yeah. similar to Ted's speech about his wife, you know, where he covers it up, you know, in season one, where he's like lady football, like, isn't it maybe a harken back yeah. to, to the ending the of tan- his marriage and maybe his the dad t- dying or something like that. Yeah. And it's the tan line speech and those types of things, but uh... yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not beautiful or whatever he says, but striking. Um, yeah. Or cla- not classically. But yeah, absolutely. But 
yeah, we, we've been distracted. We've been thrown off the scent because the freaking room stole Trent Cram's mojo, and I don't appreciate it at all. But, uh, but yeah. But, but um, I guess the up the upside is we were worried that Trent was gonna, you know, just throw softballs to Ted. But you know, as t- yeah. as Ted said in the conference, the, the news conference or the press conference, Trent Cram bringing the heat. You know, like right away. Bringing the not, heat. Yeah. Not 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 throwing him softballs at all like nobody else has talked about the the dead dog that <laughs> is in the room but anyway yeah yeah that's pretty good though but uh yeah i don't know i just don't appreciate them uh stealing his thunder like that i also don't and i think we've already kind of already talked about it, but i don't love that we're starting eight games in we have no idea like what happened after jamie tart ripped our hearts out and uh, yeah, you know, season one finale. Although it looks like Jamie might be ripping hearts out in a different way in this episode, um, but we don't we don't know what happened after the season one finished and stuff. I mean, that that how kind did, of bothers me. How did they acquire Jan? You know, or was is that what it, is that the new character? Yeah. Name? How did they acquire Jan. him? Like you yeah. know, it would have been. I think at the very minimum, you know, maybe a scene. You know, maybe Rebecca's scene in the office. There's some more, you know, we open up with that and then like we get a, a title sequence that says, and, you know, yeah. two months later or something like that, you know, like to be thrown yeah. into a game <laughs> where yeah. a beloved animal is killed is, is a little jarring. Well, and like an animal, we didn't even, like, we didn't know he existed in season one either. Like, yeah. Um, so, so Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, cer- certainly interesting. But, and, you know, another thing, like Roy's just MIA from the club, like just nowhere to be seen. He's uh, still having yoga night, uh, yoga mums night, I think they call it. Um, you know, and he's coaching Phoebe's West London U9 team, which is awesome. I think they stole that from us, to be clear. I think we need to get credit for that somewhere. Um, but, uh, definitely, we'll, definitely got what we wanted there. He is, yeah, absolutely. He is not, he's not an easy <laughs> coach on those young ladies in the the no. London under nines. Don't you mean those little pricks that play girls U nine <laughs> in West London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, you don't get to call them little pricks, even if they're being little pricks, according to the, I think the teacher, the headmaster, whoever it might be, but. Uh, but yeah, he's just nowhere to be found. He hasn't doesn't seem to have contacted Ted in a while. Uh, Ted seems kind of down about that. Doesn't come to the games. So doesn't want to be a pundit for uh, you know Sky Sports or whatever it is. So he's he's just out. Um, can I make a suggestion? I absolutely. think we all, we all. I mean, we it comes up later in this episode. But he it sounds like he gave an epic press conference. Wouldn't oh, yeah. that have been a that would have been a great way to open up season. I think we're going to yes. get it. We'll get it at, at some point, I believe. Maybe maybe in yeah. episode two. Um, but like open up season two with that. Wouldn't that, yeah. wouldn't that have, that would have been much better. But like open we have it. the, yeah. yeah. We just get thrown into that, a game. We just get, th- you know, dropped in the deep end, right? Right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been great if they opened up like Ted giving a like a lovely intro or just cutting straight to like, you know, flashes going off and, and Roy's there giving what what appears to be like an epic retirement press conference. And I don't 
he says he looks like a knob during it. So I, we have to see this at some point, but you think he just like sobs through the whole thing or does he just like fumble over his words? Like what makes this so epically awful? What, what's your guess? My guess is there's tons of swearing. <laughs> that's that's a safe, I mean, that's playing it pretty safe, Neil. <laughs> I mean, there's just like tons of swearing. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think. I don't think he talks about his blankie or anything. It's just <laughs> every other word is a swear word. That's what I think. Yeah. But glad um, I got to finish I don't know. my career. Glad I got to finish my career plan for Ronald fucking McDonald. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Could it be? I, I, yeah. We'll see. I think we will get that, but I would have liked to maybe open up the season with that. Sure. Yeah. But that would have been, that would have been good. The, uh, the other tough thing for me to be, to jump into um, Nate, the great is really, a, he's pretty, he's a pretty hard ass now. Like, like he is, he's a dick. He is yeah, he's rough with the new kit, kit manager. Yeah. Like, you know, he wants to leave for his mom's birthday and he was like, no, you're not. You yeah. Know? What position does, what position does she play on the team? You yeah, dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pressure makes pearls, right? <laughs> or, or is that is that not right? But but that's the thing. Like he's still Nate when he's with the rest of the coaches, kind of. Well, not entirely, I guess. But um, but yeah, he's he's seemingly wanting to exert some authority on like the one person he seems to have some authority over, I guess, which is kind of a dick move. But uh, but yeah, he kind of snaps out at Danny, not snaps out at Danny, but about Danny when. They're trying to fix Danny and stuff, and Ted's trying to get you know come up with any any solutions to that, and he pretty much just says like, "Why don't we just show him his goddamn paycheck?" <laughs> Which and, uh, all these things I is... seem like t- totally off, like not his character from the person mm-hmm. we know in season one. Like we got there yeah. quick. Like what happened in the last few weeks? Yeah, like we got there quick, but like there had to be like we're eight games into the season. Like that's in terms of time, this is several months after the end of last season. So, um, sure. so yeah, but so my last wasn't for this, for this episode, it was a struggle to find one that Ted actually said, to be quite honest with you, but it's actually in response to Nate when he says, show him his damn check. And, uh, it was just, I, it's pretty much his way of politely saying like, that's a terrible freaking idea, but Thanks for starting the conversation when he said I shouldn't bring an umbrella to a brainstorm. Like that, that was, was good. That was yeah. The, that was the best I could come up with today. Uh, second place probably would have been Roy's rant about uh, wings night at PJ flats. Um, essentially saying like, you know, don't settle for fine. Um, you, you should be with someone that, you know, makes you feel like you're struck by lightning. Like his delivery of that line was just fantastic i thought um he almost seems like he's always being choked off at some of the end of his lines but he just wants to get it out all in like you know kind of one breath but which intense. i would it was great that that was a great um line and and a great a great scene but again like how did we get there like rebecca's all of a sudden like dating like like it's no big deal like what happened you know there had to have been some talks you know like I think I'm going to start dating again. And I don't know if I'm ready, you know, like, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess some of my problems with this episode is I just missed some time with these characters and I'm, I'm yeah. bitter about it. 
<laughs> I just want to be with him all the time. <laughs> yeah. And and and, yeah. and 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 I don't know, did he really know enough about that guy to to make that determination already? I'm he only heard about he, he only heard about one scene where he was going to beat up a person <laughs> backstage at yeah. a play. Yeah, and there's multiple. I'm going to be honest with you like I heard enough about that guy to want like yeah, I think he heard more than enough. That guy's a dick. Um, I mean, as but if I did go on a date between him and Rupert, I'd probably go with Rupert at this point. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a bit of a stretch. But uh, but yeah, that guy just seems like kind of a tool. Um, he's just like a I don't know, like he's an uppity frat boy kind of that just like wants to fight everybody at and he, play and he, like uh, Broadway shows. He oscillates between supporting Man United and Man City based on their yeah. position in the table, probably. Who's, who's playing well. Yeah, which I'm sure yeah. really is endear, endearing to, to Roy. Um, yeah. Because I think Roy already wanted to punch him in the throat at that point. And then once he said, like, because Rebecca intros it is like, oh, yeah, he's mad about football. <laughs> yeah. And Roy smiles briefly and says, like, oh, yeah, who do you support? <laughs> I don't know. United or City depends on who's playing the best. It's just like, oh my goodness. This guy is uh he's tough. He's a pill. But um but he, even even John Wings Knight is citing Roy's epic retirement speech. Um I don't think necessarily in the most uh, complimentary way, but like essentially like it's the only thing my dad's communicated with me about in years. So th- thanks for being such an idiot that you screwed that up <laughs> so bad that my dad who doesn't talk to me ever, like sent me an email about it. Like that's uh, that was pretty good. I thought, but, but yeah, I mean, as far as Rebecca's dating too, like she's taking advice from absolutely everybody. And uh, Roy's advice seems to be the best and kind of seems to be, what she acts on to realize like oh yeah like i shouldn't just date somebody just because they're not a complete asshole to me which is kind of the cliff notes version of what ted told her um i I might be i don't know i might be oversimplifying that a little bit but i think that's essentially what he told her is like is he nice to you you know and is he not an asshole and then keely's just kind of just going along and doesn't want to kind of voice her opinion to her friend slash boss now, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, so Roy's, Roy's solving um, all of Rebecca's dating, dating problems too, when she breaks up with the guy at uh, like lunch or coffees the next day, which she didn't expect that she was going to do, but she certainly did just break up with him um, rather quickly. And then she says, coffees are on me. Like I don't drink coffee much, but if they already have the coffee, haven't they already paid for it? <laughs> it looks fancy. Those mugs are really nice. Yeah. But I, I think she okay. does have a really good line in that scene, though, too. I mean, not eligible yeah. for a lassoism, but like, you know, she goes into <laughs> like, you know, in order to be intimate, you, you make yourself vulnerable to attack. And it sounds yeah. like her friend Sassy gave her that advice and, you know, just has a yeah. revelation at the table. And it, it was quite good. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of looked around the room at like one couple staring at their phones, not paying attention to each other, one woman alone, and then another couple that were seemingly uh, head over heels for each other. Yeah, so with the came song, to that realization there. 
with a song from Magnolia playing in the background. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Cruise had a short ponytail on that one as well. But, uh, but yeah, so we, we learn a lot. We meet a lot of new characters, which is bound to happen when we fast forwarded, you know, as far as we have, but uh, so Earl we meet and he gets, <laughs> we won't meet him again. We uh, we've already talked about Jan, Jan Moss um who's not rude he's just dutch uh which might offend some of the dutch people that love uh <laughs> ted lasso but the main event is dr sharon fieldstone uh do you have any impressions of her i mean it, that that's one of the key parts of this episode it really sets up some uh some tension that we're gonna have yeah maybe for a good part of season two between her and ted i mean i think yeah she really like does a great job of introducing herself and you know making ted answer the question are you good at your job yeah, like yeah. i don't know she she's she's a, a cool customer i one of my favorite parts of of her character is that she seemingly knows every language she's she's almost yeah. like santa claus in miracle on 34th street like <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't yeah. really matter what player is going to she's going to speak Dutch to Jan if he has anything he needs yeah. to talk about. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. She, she seemingly knows every language. Yeah, absolutely. As, I mean, as she should. She needs to get through to all these people. It's part of her job, she'd say. She's twice as, regardless of who she's talking to, she's twice as good at her job at uh, as the other person. So, um, but yeah, that was interesting though. When she's like, get rid of this false humility, like BS kind of stuff, like. Are you good at your job? <laughs> and Ted kind of clams up a little bit, but and like Ted's kind of getting dunked on in this episode, in my opinion, because like like we all think he's good at his job, obviously, but like he's not able to fix Danny. His advice vote blows up with John and Rebecca. Um, Roy is nowhere to be found, uh, and Doctor Fieldstone seems to like not like him very much. So. Uh, the lasso way is not exactly working so far in season two for anybody. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they, these two kind of, um, hash this out. I mean, yeah, we, I think we know that he's going to make an attempt at some point to bring her, uh, some biscuits, unless if that, you know, hit the cutting room floor, I suppose at some point, but, uh, she's, she seems to be that she's going to be posting up in Higgy boy's office for quite some time. Um, cause I think we see, I think in the preview of the next episode or something, Higgins is, uh, posted up in the, the lock or the weight room at some point. And like in this episode, he was on like a tiny, like coffee table or something in a lobby. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, to see how, how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ted's a little bit vulnerable as to why he doesn't like therapists though. So um, I feel bad for him a little bit because it's very clear he does not want to have a sports psychologist come. Um, and uh, there's a gin blossom reference as to why they, the beard thinks that might be. But uh, it's not necessarily jealousy, but it might start lending that, you know, tending that direction, trending that direction, excuse me, uh, the further we get into this. Because um, this is kind of his thing is to fix the team and they're outsourcing that to somebody else now who does it with quickness actually, because 
Danny comes in, asks the, because Danny kind of recreates the first scene we ever saw him in, right? Like he comes down and does his little chant of Danny Rojas and then uh, says hello to his beautiful coaches and asks if he can join the drill, which is a corner kick drill. And then he scores in Olympico and uh, apparently all is well with uh, Danny after this. So well, it, it'll be interesting like, to see. Other players are beating down her door. To, to talk to yeah. him, which I don't think happens probably too often in locker rooms. Like I want to talk to yeah. the sports psychologist next, but, um, but yeah. um, you talk, you, you talked about, um, you know, Ted alluding to the, you know, his past history with, uh, you know, talking to a psychologist. That's where my lassoism comes from in this episode. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, it's beard quoting Ted uh, when he's saying that <laughs> all people are different people. And I think, uh, you know, that's good. Ted, you know, looks at, um, you know, psychology from the lens of his failed marriage. And he felt like, you know, they had a better relationship established between the therapist and his wife. And he was just kind of coming in late. So, um, but Beard kind of comes back at him with some advice that he, he gave him in a earlier situation that, you know, all people are different people. And I thought, I thought that was good. Yeah. That was good. Well done. The lassoism being used on lasso. I don't know. That's, that's, that's pretty good. I think you won the lassoisms for the day, but, uh, uh, well, I don't know. Anything else you want to cover in season, the season two premiere here? Um, I, I like the, I mean, I like the episode. I, I mean, I've been talking to you too much about it probably like, yeah, it's not the greatest episode by any means, but, that's a pretty high bar, uh, I guess, at this point. So you know. I think one scene that we haven't talked about that I think was a really great scene. And like, I think we thought about what was going to happen in, in, in season two. And we want, wanted to see Roy maybe coach some children was one thing that was highlighted. But I, I don't know if we discussed it, but like seeing the, the yoga moms. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that was pretty awesome. We just get a taste of it at the very end, but yeah, to get a taste of it where Roy is watching <laughs> Jamie Tart in a like Temptation Island type scenario reality yeah. TV show with with yeah. with these these older <laughs> ladies, you know, drinking pounding rosé. Um, <laughs> I think that was a great scene. I think that may be my favorite part of the whole. <laughs> episode is when Roy <laughs> like they, they they're, they're rolling up their yoga mats yeah rolling up the yoga mats and Roy just gets done talking to Keely and he's like let's go fucking do this like, like let's do this even, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it, it was like he was back I mean I guess that's what yeah. he gets out of that experience it's almost like the adrenaline yeah. of a game day you know you just got done rolling yeah. up your yoga mat and you you know watch <laughs> some uh reality tv yeah. shows with your Let's get after ladies yeah. yeah yeah well and i i don't know we've only seen a, a small part of it but like jamie tart's character is like doubling down on his obnoxiousness <laughs> it seems like but when's he recording this thing too by the way like um we're, we're eight the games t- the, in so the time we were away the, you know the two months that we were away i guess or something well, yeah, I suppose, but he, he is they, the top scorer on the island, sexually. 
<laughs> and they but, also uh, do not have any barbers in Manchester, I guess, because his hair yeah. just keeps on getting longer. Yeah, absolutely. Or or on the island at this point either, I guess. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but yeah. So I it's that you're you're absolutely right. It is fun to watch uh, Roy interact with the mums, but. It's also cool that, I mean, he and Keeley seem pretty solid at this point, though, don't you think? I know you shot down my idea of a, of, of a you know, a proposal at some point during the season. But, hey, we're already, you know, six months into their relationship now. I don't know what the hell it is, but it, you still think that's out of the question? Well, I mean, now that we've jumped so far in time, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> They're still not living with each other or anything like that. So, I mean, no. um, but, but, yeah, so... But yeah, they, they seem pretty solid, I would say, um, despite, you know, him getting hammered at that double date that he clearly didn't want to go on and see. But uh, sure. I don't know if he got so, hammered. He only got one drink that I saw. He, he yeah. ordered a lot of drinks, but I don't know that he yeah. got them. That's very true. He was trying to get hammered, I guess, but it didn't work out well for him. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, I know you hated this episode, so we got no, we got nowhere to go but up. But as far as season two goes... The best episode yet so yes hope, hope hopefully it gets dethroned um rather quickly because as soon as we're done recording this i'm gonna go watch episode two of season two uh we're a little bit delayed on getting this recorded this week but uh but yeah so but yeah in terms of the season one i don't i don't know that we're comparing apples to apples quite yet so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna throw it into that mix we'll uh we'll just do a royal rumble of season two and then we'll compare the champion of each season to each other and see which is better. How's that sound? Whatever you want to do, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> let's get. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add before we sign off? <laughs> no. Let's let's get watching season season two, episode two. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. That's it for today, Neil. Until we do it again, live life the lasso way. 